good day. This is another episode of Argus Media's podcast series, Global LPG Conversations, in which we examine trends in LPG pricing and trade. I'm Brian O'Rourke, Business Development Manager from North America and NGLs, and with me today is our NGL Americas editor, Amy Strahan. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Amy. So, as we're speaking now, it's late February, and we're nearly done with the heating season in North America. Wholesale domestic buyers are pretty much done and dusted for the season, correct? Right. I, I think the U.S. market is sort of uh, heaving a collective sigh of relief at the moment. Um, if you remember, it was only about a year ago uh, when winter storm Yuri hit Texas. It knocked out the power grid, basically caused a collective headache. Um, anyone in the Houston market will remember it not only curtailed natural gas supplies out of West Texas, but it also caused outages at steam crackers uh, that resulted in several months' worth of tightness in downstream plastics. Uh, for international LPG traders, uh, it also meant a week's worth of loading delays as the terminals lost power and the nitrogen necessary to load vessels. And of course, all of this came on top of the normal fog-related shipping delays we usually see this time of year. And we're still seeing propane stocks tighter this season, correct? Right. Uh, we've got at least a couple of weeks of heating demand left, and U.S. stocks are down 14% versus last year and down 39% uh, versus stocks that we saw in February 2020. Uh, this all, of course, is according to the Energy Information Administration. Um, while it seems like a milder winter for many of us here in Texas uh, this year, U.S. propane prices at Mont Bellevue have been much higher this heating season versus last, uh, owing mostly to gains in natural gas prices and crude, of course. Uh, propane's percentage to crude this heating season, starting in October, has averaged about 65% of NYMEX WTI, which is well above last year's average of 60% of WTI. Outright prices at Mont Bellevue averaged uh, 123 cents per gallon uh, between October and mid-February, uh, which of course is nearly twice the 67 cents per gallon uh, we saw during the same period the year prior. Wow, that's pretty strong. Since the U.S. is fundamentally long propane and Mont Bellevue tends to price itself to clear to the water, as terminal operators like Target Enterprise tend to describe it, uh, have the higher prices this season shut the arbitrage to Asia? Intermittently, yes. Uh, the arbitrage to Asia shut on paper at the end of January and into early February um, when we saw that spike at Mont Bellevue ahead of some winter storms. Uh, definitely, we've had more periods this winter where we saw a narrower arbitrage result in fewer incremental spot cargoes sold into the market, and the EIA data we have seen so far sort of bears this out. The EIA's weekly average estimate of propane exports shows, on average, uh, 1.37 million barrels per day of propane shipped uh, in December of 2020 and January of 2021 versus only 1.1 million barrels per day shipped uh, in December and January of this year. Okay, and how much of that may be due to weather or fog delays? Well, the weekly export data is notoriously lumpy uh, due to the way it's collected. Uh, so far, we've seen a very mild fog season, all things considered. And what we heard in the market this heating season suggests there was less appetite for spot cargoes, or at least everyone had purchased requirements well in advance. Uh, potential shippers to Asia were looking at the delays on the Panama Canal uh, we saw in late January, for example, and they became concerned that any incremental loadings wouldn't arrive in time, uh, given the steep seasonal backwardation you see on the FEI curve uh, between February and March, for example. 
We also saw a U.S. terminal operator uh, buying back cargoes for February and March loading uh, right in the middle of the U.S. winter heating season when you normally expect um, resellers to be able to locate higher bids elsewhere. So when you see a couple of you know term lifters opting either not to take additional loadings or resell them back, it really suggests some pretty bearish sentiment from the international buyers at the start of February. So where does the U.S. stand relative to the Far East Index currently? Well, the arbitrage has definitely been narrower this winter. Uh, this morning, we're seeing the March um, U.S. FEI spread on paper uh, as narrow as $110 per ton. Uh, but looking a little bit further back into the winter in December, uh, delivered prices for Far East Index propane uh, averaged only a $26 per ton premium to estimated delivered prices from the U.S. Um, in December 2020, they averaged a wider $31 per ton premium, and their arbitrage narrowed from there. Uh, in January, the FEI averaged only a $21 per ton premium to U.S. FOB delivered prices in Asia, and that was much lower than the $38 per ton premium for FEI that we saw the year before. So when we talk about you know, U.S. delivered prices, of course, this is including uh, spot terminal fees and spot freight uh, on a Houston cheaper basis. So it looks like we've seen a slowdown in U.S. shipments this winter. Is this something that is likely to continue? It's very hard to say, uh, but at least for this season, it seems to be picking up. Uh, the ARB to Asia reopened in the second week of February, and even though we're seeing a very steep backwardation heading into April, uh, FEI paper in the U.S. forward curve seemed to be relatively aligned. Uh, freight, of course, is always a trickier factor to gauge, uh, but at least for now, uh, delays in the Panama Canal uh, have lessened considerably. So for the moment, it doesn't look like we're anticipating uh, any cancellations in the next month or so. So here at the end of the U.S. winter heating season, are we expecting exports to continue to support U.S. prices or will we see the seasonal decline in domestic heating demand to help to create a sell-off at Mount Bellevue? Uh, well, in a, a sharply backward-dated U.S. market, uh, people typically try to sell off any excess inventory, which would suggest that prompt month prices will decline, of course, as February rolls off. Um, as of the 18th, uh, the February-March spread at Mont Bellevue was showing uh, nearly an eight-cent backwardation, uh, with the March-April spread showing another five-cent backwardation. So this really suggests a bearish outlook for prompt prices as we head into the shoulder months. But I guess the key is whether FEI paper is doing the same. Right. Uh, based on the FEI curves provided by our forward curves team, we may actually see some improvement in the U.S.-Asia arbitrage on paper in April and May, with U.S. FEI spreads on paper at $118 per ton and $124 per ton, respectively. Our consulting team's view is that Houston Chiba freight may actually weaken a bit further in the months ahead. So with freight uh, in the mid-80s on a Houston Chiba basis during that period, um, that would leave the ARBs on paper well-supported with net backs well above $0.06 cents per gallon. And that could create some further opportunities for some incremental spot cargoes to be exported. Is there much of an appetite for additional volumes out of the U.S. since FEI prices are likely to align more closely with NAPFA? According to the consulting forecast, we might not see as much demand for U.S. LPG, at least from the petrochemical sector. 
um, that's that's something to consider. True, the Argus Consulting Outlook shows uh, less incremental demand in Asia from ethylene crackers there that can switch between naphtha and LPG. Uh, but again, this doesn't reflect some pretty steady increases uh, coming from PDH units in China and Korea. In China alone, we're expecting as many as 13 new PDH units to start up this year, which would increase demand from China by about 9.3 million tons per year. Um, that's at least another 16 VLGCs per month. So I guess the upshot is, even with lower U.S. stocks, we're not anticipating much of a slowdown in exports, at least in the near term, correct? Right. Um, you know, barring the cancellations and the buybacks that we saw in February and March, um, there doesn't seem to be much of a slowdown. But again, even when we see the arbitrage shut periodically, the market tends to correct for that. And we seem to see that the terminal capacity build out um, in the U.S. that occurred in you know, early 2020 and into 2021 has really um, helped create sort of a virtual pipeline between the U.S. and consuming markets. So building up U.S. propane stocks to accommodate export demand is, is a little less critical than it was many years ago. Great. Well, thank you very much, Amy. Um, thank you for joining us for LPG Conversations. We hope you found it informative. If you have additional questions, please see our website, argusmedia.com. Thank you and good day.